0: A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. And... Welcome back to the Untitled catholic podcast episode three with episode three episode three and that's sure why i'm talking like this right suffering succotash suffering succotash i'm gonna speak with a a voice like this from here on out for the rest of the podcast how you boys doing (laughs) i don't know if i can go on like that I think that might have been the end of the Untitled Catholic Podcast. You know, if this were if this were like a less serious podcast, maybe. But because we're, you know, so professional and so serious about this, I think just so that I could keep a straight face the whole time, you might want to use that voice. Yeah, I mean, we're so serious that we have a title. That's how that, that doesn't prove who we are. I don't know what does. Absolutely. Wait, what's the title again? It's the Untitled, Untitled Podcast. Right. Right. But we're still looking. So yeah. it's, 2000, it's 2017 now. That's so it's right. right, it's been. It's been an, last time we did this was a year ago, right? Is it that feels, how it works? It feels that long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, whatever, two hundred and fifty something weeks, like the last time or whatever that was. I don't remember that number. But it's been maybe like thirty days or so. Give or well, t- It's probably it, more than that. I want to say 45. That sounds good. I don't think that's accurate, but it sounds good. Too much. Sounds awesome. Too all Faithful, faithful, faithful four listeners. I Thanks thought you said it grew. Last month and a half. Yeah. The, where, where are we at now, Father Sean? Uh, the last session was, was more 15. than doubled. <laughs> it tripled. It tripled oh. from five to 15. Wow. That's tripled. Maybe this one will triple, and then it will be whatever three times 15 is. I guess we'll see. I guess if nobody nobody listens to this one, we'll know that uh, nobody wanted to come back. They didn't (laughs) like it the first time. (laughs) Or the second time. What's interesting about this podcast is Father Sean is in Nashville right now with me. Right. But we're in different rooms because if we stay in the same room and there's an echo, 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 echo. And, and what's different for, for me this time is that you guys can see my face this time. I'm no longer the blue avatar, at least for this episode. That's right. And I'm not that impressed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. Do you want yeah. me to go back to the blue <laughs> avatar? No, I really miss Kyle's uh, soundproof room with all the ukuleles hanging up. That's what we used to be able to see. Is it safe to say we just miss Kyle in general, Sean? I think so. I'm <laughs> oh, wow. just kidding, getting <laughs> going. So, <laughs> so was your It was good, but my New Year's after a rocky start as of today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not getting paid enough Jeez. to take this kind of abuse. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna light your room on fire. <laughs> we don't have to explain what you just did, do we? I lit. A, I had, uh, yeah. my brother has a lighter in his room for his candle, so I, I just lit the. I tried to light two at once, but it didn't work. So okay. you tried before we started recording. It didn't work either. <laughs> no, but i figured maybe I perfected it. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's beard on fire today. So, Nolan, yes, how was your Christmas? Christmas was was great. Um, It was different this year. We went to uh, Florida for Christmas to visit my uh, wife's father-in-law. So, um, it was uh, was weird not being home and, you know, wearing shorts on Christmas Day. Um, But my kids had a blast and... It Was uh, you know, I I got to wear shorts like for like a week. It was beautiful, and uh, I I'm not a big winter fan aside from Christmas, so that was nice. How early? So did I'm assuming it was not. Uh, wait, wait, Justin, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say uh, <laughs> it's for some reason lagging, but I white I, I, uh, Christmas. Say that again. It was not a white Christmas in Florida. No, no, it was a, it was a warm Christmas, a hot Christmas, with lots of old people in golf carts. <laughs> Where in Florida? Uh, the villages. Um, it's kind of like a an older. You have to be like fifty five and older to live in the community, but it's like huge. It could be its own city. It's like old people Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, they've got cool. The rather and stuff. than smelling like cotton candy, it just smells like mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But everyone's <laughs> happy. That's good. <laughs> There's not a lot of crumpy old people there. That's good. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Father Sean? I was gonna say how early do your kids get up on Christmas Day? Um I, there yeah, where they're waking up super early. I mean they already get up earlier than I would get up if, if I didn't have kids. <laughs> but um so but it's just they get up at like a, a normal time for them, which is like seven in the morning. Uh, which okay. is not ungodly. That's pretty good. Can I yeah. – I, I don't think this person listens to the podcast, so I'm going to tell this story. We have a relative who shall remain nameless who wouldn't tell her kids it was Christmas so that they would wake up like a normal day. And then they'd come downstairs and see presents. That's brilliant. I kind of feel like this meme. I think it's – Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible, but <laughs> – as a father, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> but you said they wake up at a normal time anyway, so you're not even really suffering. They do, but they're, they're, I think they're very close to the time where they will start like, like the anticipation will be so much that they'll be up at like 5 o'clock in the morning ready to rock. I see those days coming for sure. Oh, well, <laughs> Enjoy this while it lasts, I guess. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But but they they had a, they had so much fun. It's it makes it so much uh, different. Uh, the, you Daddy, know that Daddy. part of Christmas. Um, <laughs> there's one of, one of your right. Right There he is. <laughs> <laughs> the child that bears my name, Justin. Yeah. My world, not here. He wants to. uh you not here. What's the matter? you not here. Your water's not here. <laughs> 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 All right, mommy'll get it for you. I'm sure. He's your mom i think Nolan, uh ask ask he's got was he's gonna just, i was just gonna say i, I think we, we don't know if you guys know but it snowed up here and uh so he very much wants to go out in the snow and i promised him once i'm done i would take him in the snow so that's what that's what we're dealing with right now <laughs> <laughs> well now i got a lot to say so he's gonna have to wait a little bit longer he interrupts our podcast one get. Like, <laughs> he interrupts our podcast again, <laughs> but he's gonna have to wait. That's gonna be a lesson. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even hold the no, no, Santa's not gonna come thing over him because we're still here with him right now. <laughs> I didn't realize. How did Santa find you in Florida? That was another question I was thinking. Oh, he didn't come. <laughs> no, actually actually these guys got uh spoiled because santa came twice he came to uh my father-in-law's house and he came to uh um he came to uh our own house when we got back which was kind of cool so um but yeah no I, I was i was very tempted to say santa doesn't visit florida but I didn't. <laughs> But you're a good dad, so you don't say things like that. Right, I just think them. <laughs> I've, I never figured out how Santa found Kevin McAllister in New York. It wasn't Santa, remember? It was Mr. Duncan. Oh, it was Mr. Duncan. Santa didn't find him. Right. Right. Wow. I wonder what's, what Kevin thought about that after the camera stopped rolling. <laughs> Come on! It's kind of scandalous when you think about it. Come on! <laughs> I think Justin's still out of delay, so he's gonna. You'll see how we finish each other's sandwiches, pickles. <laughs> that we're yeah, saying, and we the same jokes. This is gonna sound weird when we listen back to it, huh? Yeah, we're gonna see how alike you two really are. You guys yeah. are saying the same thing because one of them doesn't hear the other already saying it. <laughs> Well, with that being said, we'll take a break. Cause when we come back, we're getting a trip to New York City. Cause it says here this salsa is made in New York City. That's nobody's gonna understand that joke. Salsa? (laughs) Yeah, there used to be uh, there used to be a I don't remember what salsa it was, but there was a commercial and there's a bunch of like Texas guys sitting around a campfire and they're (laughs) dipping chips into this salsa, and the one guy goes, "It says here this salsa is made in New York City." New York City. I mean, of all the things that we're known for, that's not one of the first things that come to mind. No, I don't even know if the salsa' any good. the 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 pizza and bagels are great, but have you had the salsa? <laughs> <laughs> it says here, this salsa is <laughs> all about the water. Yeah. That's what they say. which which, if it's true, like wouldn't everything taste better if the water is so much better in New York? I guess maybe certain chemical reactions work in other things and not another. Thi- I don't know. All right, listen, Tyson DeGrasse. <laughs> 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 and just like that, 2017 is back to a good start for Nolan. Whoza! <laughs> 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 On that note, we'll be right back. Segment two of the first episode of the Untitled Catholic Podcast in the year 2017, and we're back. We didn't really talk about our Christmases there, Father Sean, so would you like to describe what we did for Christmas? I think before we talk about what we did for Christmas, we need to go back, way back, all the way to December 9th, 2016. Wow. Wow. That's way back, oh, that's far away. Yeah, It feels like it feels like it was last year. <laughs> what happened then? So as we've talked about before, Nolan and I were in the same group um, for uh, World Youth Day, and we had a World Youth Day reunion in Manhattan, uh, where we took some of the kids who went on the uh, trip uh, into the city to do some Christmas stuff. Uh, one of those things being ice cream, uh, ice skating. ice cream, we went ice skating, which was uh, the first time I had ever been ice skating and it was in Rockefeller Center. So it was, uh, I guess that was pretty cool. I wasn't planning on doing it, but then Nolan said that he paid for it so that I had to. I, I did kind of peer pressure father showing yeah. into it but i didn't realize it was your first time i would have been would have been less um in your face about it if i didn't if i realized that you'd never gone before but well, there was one kid that i said are you ice skating and you were just like i wasn't planning on it so i i took that to mean like you just didn't want to or you didn't want to impose or anything like that it was like it wasn't like you know i don't want to because i've never done it before well, I, wasn't that I didn't. Did. it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was that I didn't really feel like I should take someone else's spot who might want to. That's kind of okay. how I – I wasn't – and, I, and I, I didn't want to in the sense that I didn't have any particular interest one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> and then someone on the trip who will remain nameless, that wasn't Nolan, was trying to guilt me into it because they were kind of like, well, when are you ever going to be able to do this again? And I was like, I don't really want to do this. So whether I get another opportunity to do it again, not, I don't really care. <laughs> Well, the but Holy I, Spirit had its way anyway. Yeah, so I get in there, and I, I, I lace it up. And uh, I was looking <laughs> to Nolan for protection because there was one kid, and, and he was he, he's, like, reckless. And he's like, he's, like, sliding all over the place. He's not falling, but he looks like he could fall at any second. And I really didn't want to fall because I had, Uh, hurt my shoulder a few years ago and I didn't want to re-injure myself and this guy kept like swinging in uh, and I kept thinking he was going to knock me over so I went to kind of like get out of his way and I started to lose my balance and I grabbed for Nolan and then I went down like a ton of bricks or a sack of potatoes whichever reference you prefer (laughs) (laughs) and then this woman who uh, works there who's like I guess a professional ice skater like came over and was like, "Do you need help?" And I said, "Yes." As I dusted the ice from my pants, she 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 helped me by the head <laughs> and skated around with me like I was like three years old learning how to ice skate for the first time. As a single I, tear came from your eye. Yes. <laughs> was that like, Meaning, did you do anything other than ice skate? Yeah, we went to St. Patrick's Cathedral, had mass there. We saw the window at Macy's. Uh we got dinner at a burger place which was really terrible. It was called Burger Heaven, but it was more like Burger Purgatory. <laughs> yeah, at best. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't Burger Hell. It wasn't like it was a nightmare, but I guess it was more like Burger Limbo. Well, <laughs> When you ask a a burger, like, when you ask a restaurant, like, a few weeks in advance, like, can you hold, like, 30 kids? And they say, oh, yeah, that'll be no problem. And you walk in there, and there's nobody in there. Uh, Yeah, they really meant it. There was was absolutely no problem. (laughs) Apparently, apparently there aren't a lot of souls waiting to get into burger heaven. (laughs) Oh, there well, were I, not... think, I think it's lovely that you chose a religious burger place that's well-placed. well, well placed. That's, I'm not going to lie. I totally took it as a sign. <laughs> How did you guys get in? Train? Yeah, which I don't like to do, but that's what we have oh, to I do. Of the train. You I mean... do? I do like the train, yeah. I don't like driving into the city. Well, I like driving into Queens and taking the subway. Well, I wouldn't take the the train into Queens. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You're ridiculous. I am ridiculous. How about your uh, Christmas, (laughs) Justin? (laughs) A couple of years ago, I took – this is really dumb, but I took uh, 40 kids into the city three days before Christmas to ice skate in Bryant Park and then see the train and go to – I thought was going to get lost or injured, and luckily none of those things happened. But I'm a terrible ice skater to the point that I can't even stand up on ice skates. So I give you credit, Father Sean, because I thought we would both be terrible, but at least you did it. I, I got pretty decent by the end of it. I can't do it. I, I remember this is one little punk kid in the youth group that would just keep skating by. And be like, you suck, J Max. <laughs> Listen, you suck. You got to find your own way home now, kid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Justin's not a youth minister anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's why I, I moved to <laughs> the mantle. The cops are not still looking about... for him. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, cops don't know about podcasts. <laughs> what? Uh, keep holding out hope. Rebellions are built on right. them, but we'll talk about that later. Perhaps <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> that's a teaser. That's a teaser. Just that's in case a, you were to have half not one of the Half segue half teaser. That's what you the said. Segweaser. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! So I feel like another, this is going down thing. fast. What was that? Justin? Uh, Justin was gonna say something, I think. So third podcast with Nolan, and every so far, every podcast we've mentioned Ernest, so why not continue the streak, right, Father Sean? I don't see why I think any podcast where Ernest mentioned is a good podcast. Our seventh year that we watch Ernest Saves Christmas, the Tuesday before Christmas. But this year was on a Wednesday. Yeah. But it's a tradition that is living and is extending to people and this year we brought it to Father Sean's parish where two of his young as well as his youth minister were part of Ernest Saves Christmas tradition. What did they think? I, I, it seemed like they loved it. I mean how could you not love Ernest right. Saves Christmas? I'm surprised it didn't win multiple Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen it? No, sadly, no I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still out of it with the, uh, out of the loop with the Ernest stuff, but I, it's it's on my to-do list, I promise. I don't <laughs> I believe you. Right. It what's, should the be first, okay, right. what's the first Ernest movie? Where Where's the one to start? And I know we've covered this before, but... I think you want to start at Ernest Scared Stupid. Even though that's not the first one, I think that's a safe one to start with. Okay, you think I'd be scared away if I watched the original? No, I think the original's good, but it's not as wacky as... The original one is Ernest Goes to Camp, right, Justin? Yeah, Ernest Goes to Camp. Okay. I, and that, I think you start with Ernest Scared Stupid as well. Okay. I once had a dream that the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid were outside my window, and then I got scared, and then they just waved and left. Did you, and were you scared okay. or were you scared stupid? <laughs> I was scared stupid. Not with a U, but two O's. Okay. They spell it with a U. I don't know why you keep saying that it's with two O's. I'm just pretty sure. If it's not, then... No, you're wrong, because I looked this up while we were editing the last podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I'm just thinking of the band slightly stupid, but... Maybe. I don't know. I don't know that band. And now I feel like I don't even know you anymore. (laughs) And then, speaking of your parish at the Wednesday before Christmas, our Christmas involved fishes on Christmas Eve. Did you know that that's a thing, Nolan, for Italians? Yeah, we did a little of that down in Florida for this Christmas. How many f- fishes? Um, you cut off, but I'm assuming you're asking how many fishes did we make <laughs> or how many did we eat? And I think yes, made about five of the seven and I ate none of them because I don't eat a lot of seafood. Just really shellfish. That's like <laughs> I'm just happy we got an answer. Normally we don't get answers <laughs> from you when we ask questions like that. What? <laughs> this is terrible. All right, five. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and Father, you still haven't gotten to your uh, homily yet. I know, because I don't even know if Justin knows what's going on anymore. The suspense is killing them. All four of them. <laughs> At this point, I think it's like two. Oh, yeah, that's true. They probably lost a few. Like Justin. is he even? Can you even hear us, Justin? I can hear that. I just heard that. I don't know what happened to, to Justin... A little bit before so he he's literally just only a few feet away from me but yet doesn't seem to be hearing anything that we're talking about but i will say that i agree with nolan that i don't like most fish but i do like shellfish and tuna that's like the exception i don't even like tuna man you don't like tuna no i don't like i always say i don't like fish that swim like this but you can't see that so you're just gonna have to trust me don't trust them like the like like what I jujued on that beat in a <laughs> in a uh, what's it called? <laughs> Stay puff marshmallow bed costume. You guys all got to see that, but you might not be able to see this. Right. Anyway, so our Christmas I wasn't with them on uh Christmas Eve, so I did not have the fishes with uh my brother and the rest of my family because um we have eleven masses at uh the parish that I'm at. Is that it? Uh, yeah, eleven. Uh two go on at the same time. One's in the church and one's in the gym. So this three thirty five, uh eight, uh midnight, seven thirty, nine, ten thirty, twelve, one fifteen. So it's how intense. many of those eleven did you have to say? I had three. I had five midnight and then ten thirty on Christmas Day. Uh, that's a that's a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah. I'm the only one who does the midnight. Because, I guess, I'm the youngest one and everyone else wants to go to sleep. Oh, okay. But that, so, um, I always find that like, Christmas, is it's hard to kind of, like, preach. Because you have a lot of people who come that don't normally come. And uh, it's like you want to reach them, you want to talk to them. But at the same time, you don't want to, like, yell at them and be like, where were you all this time? Right. So, you, you want to be as inviting as possible. Um I, I mean, I just try to talk about, like, why, why you should care about who Jesus is. That's usually my goal on, uh, on Christmas. And I, and I talked about this year about how we all kind of, like, desire uh, love and we all want to be loved. And I talked about that movie, which is also now a show, Catfish, and how, like, everyone wants to be online and, and find, like, that perfect person, but they're usually lied to. And how uh, God uh, wants us to know that he loves us, but he's not going to lie to us. And I guess that was kind of the gist of what I talked about. Like, you won't get catfished by Jesus. Which is a perfect segue from our conversation about fish. (laughs) Yeah, see? I brought it full circle. And now I know why you wanted to address that question so badly. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah and then like just letting people know that they're welcomed and that like we're all in it together, that it's a, we're pilgrim people as a Catholic church. We're, we're, we're on the journey towards heaven and we work together. So wherever you're at in your faith, we're here for you kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. And the hope is that uh, somewhere along the way, it really sinks in and it hits them. And um, the best case scenario happens where they, they return to, to church themselves on a regular basis. Right. Do you have people in your family that don't go to mass? Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, more than than do. Uh, I mean, in my greater family, you know. Um, right. But um, yeah, and that's uh, that's that's the hope. Is it's just you just witness and you you keep going. Um, you know, for us, it's non negotiable, obviously. And um, you know, I think um, it's just the more the more we have that that I don't want to say quiet witness. Because there are times to to share with words, but I think, um, you know, just kind of going about your own business in a sense and witnessing and living it out and and having it bear fruit um, it speaks much more volumes than you know certainly getting into anyone's faces about it or you know nagging about about things like going to church. And I I think one thing that I think maybe would be a conversation that we might save for another time is one of the things I've been asking myself recently is. We're inviting people to come back to Mass. But if someone doesn't know what Mass is or why they should even be there, are we doing them a disservice by telling them to come back? Because, I mean, we could talk about this, I guess, another time. But I've seen that people that I've invited who have come, they come for a couple weeks, and they just stop coming. Yeah. So we have to, I guess, pre-evangelize before we can evangelize, if that makes sense. You know, you're right, we do. It, it's, and it's a hard thing to do because the people that want to know really about the mass and have the want to make the time to know and understand the mass are people who are already going generally. Right, right. <laughs> so it's a catch-22, as they say. Or a catch-23, which is even worse than a catch-22, I heard. The sequels are never as good. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of sequels... When we come back, we're going to talk about a prequel. Sequel. Prequel. Sprequel. And maybe we can Bam! figure out how to get... <laughs> Is it like Sprewell? Latrell Sprewell? Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on the Knicks. <laughs> Only well, we oh, <laughs> <laughs> We long for those days as Nick fans. But anyway, uh, you're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And hopefully we can find Justin. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> In the corner for three. All right. You've been listening to the uh, Untitled Catholic Podcast. Maybe if you haven't given up at this point. Uh, One of the things that I, I – I thought was, I got to see after Christmas. I was supposed to see it before Christmas, but my friends, uh, he couldn't go, so he didn't buy the tickets for anybody. Uh, but was Rogue One. Did you see that, Nolan? I did. I actually saw it opening weekend. It's, uh, it's one of the two types of movies I make exceptions for with seeing them and, and getting, making sure we get a babysitter. That's Star Wars movies and Marvel movies. Really? So, but there are a lot of Marvel movies. You get babysitters for all of them or just the ones you're really excited for? most of them most of them i mean yeah like avengers for sure An right. avengers movie captain america movie a spider-man movie yes okay i i wasn't like dying to see rogue one because i had heard that there were like huh. gonna be a lot of issues but i mean i ended up liking it did you like the movie yeah i loved it um it's it's weird i, I um i started off the movie thinking it was slow and then, like, as the movie progressed, I liked it more and more. Like, I've actually never been to a movie that I, I felt like it literally got better every single minute of the movie. And, like, where as I found myself, as I usually do when I'm watching a movie, like, already comparing it in my head to other ones. And I was, like, started, like, wow, this is really slow. Okay, um, this is good, but not great. Um Wow, this is a good Star Wars movie. To where at the end of it, that where you know I have the hot take like this is the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen. <laughs> um, do you still think that? No, I don't still think that, but okay. I do think it's very good. I I would put it above um, you know many of. I think it's better than all the prequels. Uh, Definitely, I went with you, Father Sean. Well, that's unfortunate. I take the silence as <laughs> a no. Carry on. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. You went with me, and then it all went to heck after that. <laughs> you want me to speak for him? <laughs> yeah, Nolan. Tell, tell, uh, tell, tell us about Justin's experience seeing Rogue One. Oh, he he had a heck of a time. Ate way too much popcorn. But um, ultimately, I had to go to the bathroom a couple times during the show, so he missed some of the major scenes. But is that about right, Justin? He's nodding. He's nodding, but he's not saying anything. Yeah. So basically, okay. he, he did eat – I got free popcorn because my, my birthday is in December, and I'm a Regal Rewards member, so I got free popcorn. I thought and, you were uh, going to say, you're a priest. No, they don't care about those kind of things. Uh, oh, okay <laughs> at least i didn't I, we, I went with another priest a deacon and another seminarian and my brother so it was a holy uh viewing the force was definitely with you that i would say so but and, he and did with his, your spirits <laughs> I, was, I was the odd man out though and he did have to go to the bathroom only once which is pretty good for Justin. and i and i go fell asleep in the beginning because the the seats were super comfortable Oh, it's one of those places. Recliners. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't want to go to a Kodo movie without a recliner anymore. I, I was I was I, I I can't go to movies without recliners and I can't go to movies that don't have assigned seating. Yeah, I, I we I would like to usually make that um the case, but I made an exception and just got in whatever theater I could for this one. <laughs> I I liked the, I, I agreed that the beginning was slow, but I, I was pretty much bored for the first hour. Like I, I started looking at, I did one of the worst things that could happen during a movie, as far as I'm concerned, is if I look at my watch. Right. And I, and I looked at my watch and I saw there was an hour left. And I thought to myself, why does everyone like this movie? Um. And then it picked up from there. So do, do you like it?
1: <laughs> I After did.
0: I I think there were I mean as far as like a movie is concerned I think there were a lot of issues with like uh, like the characters and stuff that you don't really know anything about them, um, and I feel like you're rooting for something that you know is going to happen because mm-hmm. it's a it's about getting the plans for the Death Star I don't think that's a spoiler right that's in the trailers yeah, yeah. and and you know that they get it because that's how the, the fourth movie begin I mean at the end of a New Hope they have the plans. So right. you know that they succeed in, yeah. in one sense. Um, but the thing that I I think the reason why I liked it is twofold. I'm a sucker for underdog movies, people who shouldn't be able to succeed. And I'm a sucker for movies about hope. Um, I love movies about hope. And, and that's one of the lines in the trailers that rebellions are built on hope. Mm-hmm. And like once, once that was said and once you were like, you know, they have to overcome insurmountable odds to do this task. And, you know, you're just watching them. And, and, and uh, I don't know, I just got really excited once the action picked up. And I was like, all in at that moment. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would agree with all of that. I think that was, um, those are all some of the most exciting points of it. And I guess for me, Um, I had, was a lot of questions and a lot of, and I don't read a lot of fan theories, but I have a lot of friends who read a lot of fan theories. (laughs) And so so I hear about them (laughs) and, um, there was so much speculation about these characters and (laughs) what they would become and, and if they were going to be involved in further movies. So I guess there was kind of like that. I was going in thinking like, what are they going to do with all these characters? And then they all died. Which, I don't, I don't want to sound, um, you know, uh, uh, macabre or anything like that, but, like, I, I like that they all died because it just made logical sense. We don't see them after this movie. They're not in the original trilogy. So, you know, I was kind of waiting for that Disney ending for one of them to escape and then find out that they're another character down the road. But we're not getting that. We're getting, you know, just this these people gave their lives for this greater cause. And then that that's a whole nother you know, Uh, Point to make that it's it's a there's a there's a good uh, redemptive story to tell out of it. Uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Just in case uh, no one has seen. uh, Well, we'll we'll fix that. We'll go back and we'll fix that. But um, oh, I guess I should have said something. (laughs) I mean, you'd have to be ultimately, you'd have to be pretty dumb to think that everyone was gonna live. I didn't think everyone was going to live, but I thought they might be cutesy and have one character live. I, I assumed everyone was going to die. I, I just I wanted everyone to die, like you said, because a lot of these times... Um, like I, If you watch the Marvel movies, nobody can die. And it's just frustrating because there's no weight to the sacrifice, like you said before. There's something special about characters who, like you said, offer themselves... For a greater good, right? There's no, there's no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. And when, when that's not my words; those are Jesus's words. Just in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like, so that that whole concept of like giving, giving yourself, of like you know, offering yourself for something greater, knowing that you're probably not going to succeed and doing it anyway, going through with it anyway, because you have to. This is what you you this. It's either this. Or destruction so you have to sacrifice yourself uh, you know save possibly the in this case the galaxy mm-hmm can I chime in yeah go ahead I was gonna say that just for anyone who hasn't seen the trailer for Dunkirk have you seen it no yeah I have I, we talk about movies with hope in the, in the trailer weapon which I thought was gangster what was a weapon? Hope is a weapon. Hope. Oh yeah, that's what they said in uh, in the trailer for Dunker. That's one of my favorite directors, Christopher Nolan. So anything that he makes, I automatically like even before I see it, and I can't be um, I can't be unbiased when I see one of his movies. And then like like something like the Shawshank Redemption, fear will keep you prisoner, but hope sets you free. That was like the tagline. For that movie, but I like movies about hope because, I mean, we're, our whole faith is built on hope. And, like, when I, one of the things that I was thinking about, not to make it overly uh, theological, but, like, in, in our own faith lives, there's a lot of times there are things that come up where it's like, oh, I don't, uh, is it really worth trying to do this? I'm probably right. not going to succeed, so why even bother? But then because of hope, we do it. Because it's like, all right, well, I know God's going to help me. I know he's not going to abandon me. I know that just the actual, you know, trying builds character in a certain sense. So that was one of the other things that I thought was cool about it, too. Because it's like basically they had, to, um, they had to go do this without any support. And it was like the chances of them winning were very, very slim. Right. Um, and, but yet they did it anyway because it was what they had to do. Yeah, and, and, and it's not perfect uh, with, the, with the whole thing with the force as far as compared to our own Catholic faith. But um, there are some um, pretty striking similarities. And I think um, that whole idea of like the will of the force, um, you know, and the will of God in, in real life, in our lives, um, you know, they're kind of that they're hoping in, in, in that and there's the will of the force driving them. Um, and I think is very much like us when we find ourselves in dire times in our lives. We have the, uh, you know, the will of God underlying everything, and, and there's a hope that God wants what's good and what's what's holy and what's um, what's best. And, and even when things don't seem that way, um, there's the hope that that there's a greater good uh, to emerge from it. Right, and and that's one of the things I think a lot of times when movies end, like, and everything gets wrapped up, and like like or like in Marvel when some of the characters come back to life it's like well that's not how the li- how life works right. So when when we struggle and things don't work out the way we want them to does that mean Well, what does that mean you know what I mean and in this movie because everyone dies it's like alright so they didn't succeed to a certain extent because they all died but they did succeed in another extent because they got the plans that would end up uh, allowing um, Luke Skywalker to, to blow up the Death Star Right, right, and that religious element to it would be, you know, the force, the will of the force was was seen through. And one of the things I was reading an article recently in a, like a Christian magazine, like a, I guess it's kind of like a scholarly magazine, but they were talking about. I'm not a scholar, so I'm not trying to break, because I actually didn't read the whole article. Right, uh, but uh, it was talking about how like did you the, Google a lot of the words from the article? Yeah, yeah, basically, I did it. I did it. Uh, a control F search and when I saw enough of one word came up I I felt I feel confident that I could say this is what the article was about okay (laughs) but uh, it was talking about how um, uh, rogue one restored faith to the Star Wars movies Um, because like when you look at like the prequels The prequels are very secular in the sense that when they're like, well, what's the force? It's not something mysterious anymore. It's something you could do with a blood test. It's like scientific. It's like, oh, we know Anakin has the force because we did this blood test, and he had the metachlorians in his blood. And like this movie has a lot of scenes where the force force is something spiritual again, something that we can't see or measure or test. So I thought I liked that about this movie too absolutely yeah I very much righted the ship that was one of the big uh one of the many one of many big downfalls of the prequels yeah well, we won't get into the other ones instead i think um i think i have a question for you Nolan. Since it doesn't seem like justin's going to be able to come back okay uh do you do you have any uh new year's resolutions that you'd like to talk about No, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, I, I have one that I think, um, every year, I think it's you know, as we look back and, and we start talking about a new year, a new hope, uh, if you a will, new will. me, a new me, new year, new me. Uh, I think that, uh, this year in particular, what I want to do. For a New Year's resolution is Amen. Well, I, I guess it's uh, the final Amen. I'm that's sorry. Final buddy. Amen. Uh, it's 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 time to go. Um you'll probably I mean, share it next time though. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. By the next that next time we record it, maybe next year. Right. And you uh, may have a different New Year's resolution to share. Right. And and I'll be able to talk about whether or not I accomplished my New Year's resolution. That's true. And on that note, uh, you've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Lucky. Uh, I'm Father Sean with uh, with Justin. Your name? Oh, hey, he's back <laughs> just for the end. <laughs> and I'm and, Nolan. All right. God bless you guys. And we'll, uh, hopefully you'll hear from us again soon. All three Happy of us. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.